All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. My name is Ben Greenfield. I'm the Get Fit Guy. And in today's episode, you're going to learn about the five different types of fat and exactly how you can burn each different type. Look at your belly. Is there any fat there? Now, your collarbones, any fat there? How about your legs, your arms? Um, believe it or not, each of the types of fat in each of these areas is different and is going to respond to a different type of exercise and diet strategy. In this episode, you're going to discover the five different types of fat that you carry on your body and how to effectively target and burn each one. So let's jump right in, shall we? Let's begin with subcutaneous fat. This is the fat that lies just below your skin and what we typically associate with love handles, muffin tops, big bellies, saggy arms, and flabby necks. Now, fat is technically an endocrine organ, and this means that, just like any other organ, fat can release hormones and other chemicals that affect your physiology, your longevity, and your health. Now, in the case of subcutaneous fat, these hormones and chemicals are actually less harmful than those released by other types of fat. For example, subcutaneous fat is your body's main secretor of the hormone leptin, which is actually a powerful appetite regulator. Subcutaneous fat also releases large amounts of adiponectin, which possesses anti-atherosclerotic effects. Now, underneath your subcutaneous fat, especially in your belly, is visceral fat, and that lies inside your abdominal cavity. Visceral fat surrounds and envelops the organs, but unlike subcutaneous fat, it releases far less leptin and adiponectin, and instead releases large amounts of something called interleukin-6, which is a highly inflammatory cytokine. Anyways, let's get back to the subcutaneous fat, since that's the stuff you may want to burn off for actual aesthetic reasons. Well, to target subcutaneous fat, intense interval training is ideal. You'll get a spike in something called catecholamines when you do this, and that will also conveniently target your visceral fat. So in my episode called How to Train Your Body to Burn More Fat, and I'll link to that in the show notes over at quickanddirtytips.com, you learn this concept of intense training or high-intensity interval training burning belly fat is actually relatively recent news. Increased fat utilization during exercise is well known as an adaptation to exercise training, like endurance training. But prior to this point, it was thought that you just couldn't burn large amounts of subcutaneous fat while exercising at high intensities. But it turns out this isn't the case. And in the most recent study, runners exercising at over 85% of their maximum intensity still experienced fat oxidation, contributing to nearly a third of their total energy expenditure. In other words, you don't have to exercise in your fat burning zone to burn large amounts of subcutaneous fat, especially if you're pressed for time and you can only squeeze in short, high intensity intervals. And the more seasoned and consistent you are at exercise, the higher amounts of overall calories and also fat that you can burn, again, even at higher intensities. So focus on high intensity interval training 
for that belly fat and subcutaneous fat. Next is intrahepatic fat, which is the fat inside your liver. This is somewhat nasty stuff. More than any other type of fat, intrahepatic fat is associated most strongly with obesity. Now, for this type of fat, you'll need to focus not just on high-intensity interval training, which it also responds to, but also dietary strategies. And some of the biggies for intrahepatic fat are A, limiting sugar and fructose, B, limiting alcohol, C, getting lots of choline, and two of the top choline sources are egg yolks and liver. And then finally, eating lots of healthy, saturated fats, including organic, grass-fed beef, cacao from chocolate, and coconut oil. Number three is epicardial fat. Now, this third kind of fat is simply the visceral fat that surrounds your heart. If you ever took an anatomy course in school and you had the lucky opportunity to see a cow or a sheep's heart wrapped in a layer of hard yellow fat, you've seen epicardial fat. Unfortunately, large amounts of this type of fat are associated with obesity, diabetes, inflammation in the surrounding organs around the heart, and high blood pressure. To target epicardial fat, both short bursts of cardio like high-intensity interval training, and longer, aerobic, steady-state cardio, both seem to work. So ideally, you do a one-two combo of each. Before I go on, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, all about metabolism. And his company, MetPro, continues to help thousands of people transform their bodies by hacking their metabolism through concierge coaching. Now, I spent a couple of months actually using MetPro a while ago, and it was a really cool experience, I have to say. MetPro is doing some really interesting and innovative work to help you better understand your body so you can get the results you want. And MetPro actually just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and the tailored strategy that their experts are using. And you know what? It's not a food logging tool or a workout app for that matter. The MetPro app actually allows you to start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to using science. And my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up if you head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to take advantage of this opportunity. That's metpro.co slash getfitguy for up to one month for free. Now, next is intramuscular fat, which is the kind of fat that lies inside your muscles. You've probably seen this type of fat marbling in a fatty beef steak. And fortunately, intramuscular fat can provide a readily available source of energy for your muscles if you've actually trained your body how to be a, quote, fat-burning machine, unquote. Now, from an exercise standpoint, one of the best ways to do this is to engage in low-level aerobic activity at around under 75% of your maximum heart rate, preferably with limited carbohydrates on board or even in an overnight fasted state of something called ketosis. Well, once you've decided that you're going to wake up in the morning and do an easy aerobic exercise session, perhaps saving that higher intensity interval training session for the subcutaneous fat until later on in the day, how do you know what zone to work out in? Well, I have an episode called What is the Fat Burning Zone? in which you discover that for most individuals, the fat burning zone occurs at about 45 to 65% of your maximum heart rate. So you would take the number 220 and subtract your age to find your maximum heart rate. Like say for me, I would take the number 220, I would subtract 34, I would come up with 
a figure of 186, and that would be my age-predicted maximum heart rate. I would then take 45 to 65% of that number, 186, to find my maximum fat-burning zone. But that number tends to be highly variable and erroneous, primarily because maximum heart rate is highly variable in many people. So what I'd recommend you do is actually go and read or listen to that episode, What is the Fat-Burning Zone?, to find out a different way to find your personalized fat-burning zone a lot more accurately. It'll only take you 20 minutes on an exercise bike to do. So again, check out the episode, What is the Fat-Burning Zone?, at quickanddirtytips.com. Now, finally, there's brown fat, and this is highly metabolically active and can be used to burn calories to generate heat in response to cold exposure. Now, since they can't shiver to stay warm, babies have plenty of brown fat. But until recently, researchers thought that adults didn't have much brown fat. That's since been proven false. And the concept of cold thermogenesis, cold showers, cold soaks, keeping your bedroom cold and your office cold, all of this relies on the fact that you can train yourself to build more brown fat or to convert subcutaneous adipose tissue or white fat into metabolically active brown fat. I have an entire episode called How to Use Cold Weather to Lose Weight, and I would highly recommend you check out that episode too over at quickanddirtytips.com. Now, finally, it's important to understand that different people from different ancestries will have different body fat distribution patterns, and that's why there's four different basic body shapes for men and four different body shapes for women. For example, some men will carry a lot of fat on their trunk and less fat on their limbs, and some women will carry, say, more fat on the lower body but less fat on the upper body. Now, to learn more about each of these different shapes and to get a targeted exercise and diet program for each different body type, depending on which shape you are, you can go over to getfitguy.com, where I have a book called Get Fit Guy's Guide to Achieving Your Ideal Body. And in the meantime, if you have more questions, comments, or feedback about how to burn fat from all the different fat storing parts of your body, you can join the conversation over at facebook.com slash getfitguy. And until next time, I'm Ben Greenfield, the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit. Go get fit.